the Washington Wizards fall to the Orlando Magic for the second consecutive day, 113 to 120. They had a 17 point lead going into the fourth quarter and then disaster set in. Let's discuss, talk more about this. I am a little bit more frustrated today than I have been in the past. Once again, thank you so much and welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook Kiss the Chip, and on YouTube at JRock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's dive into this 113-120 collapse by the Washington Wizards. Okay, so we'll start with some player stats so we can get that out of the way. Russell Westbrook did not suit up today uh, for rest. Uh, he's on the load management with the Washington Wizards. I'm not exactly a fan of this this year, but nonetheless, that's a decision that they have made. So in his place started Neto. Uh, he played 32 minutes. He went 10 of 17 from the field, 2 of 8 from the three-point line. He was a plus one on the night with 22 points. He also had three steals and five assists and four rebounds. He did a great job in Russell Westbrook's absence. I'm an advocate. It's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why the game went the way it did uh, yesterday in the game one with the Orlando Magic is Ish Smith got those second half minutes and not Neto. I feel like he solidified himself that he should make the argument to be the backup point guard for the Washington Wizards. He was absolutely outstanding tonight. Uh, Bradley Bill played 39 minutes. He went 10 of 29 from the field, so he didn't particularly shoot well, just over 30%. He was 0 of 7 for the, from the three-point line. He didn't make all nine of his free throws. Uh, he had 29 points, seven assists, five rebounds. So he had an all-around game. He just didn't shoot particularly well. Um, you know, he almost took 30 shots, but that makes sense as there was no Russell Westbrook in tonight's game. Thomas Bryant went 8 of 15. Uh he had 16 points. He was 0-2 from the three-point line, seven rebounds, five assists. And Denny went four of 11. He had played. He played 36 minutes, uh, one of five from the three-point line. He finally struggled shooting in one of these basketball games. Um, but nonetheless, I think Denny is an outstanding young prospect, and I think I'm just looking so much forward to his future. Uh, but he had uh, nine points. He was a plus 13 on the night. Bunga played 18 minutes. He went two of two from three. He had seven rebounds and an assist and one block. Uh, he was a team high plus 20. So um, that's just a few of the stats. Um, I guess the notable uh, bench player, uh, Robin Lopez, went played 16 minutes. He went four of six from the field. He had five rebounds. You know, he had eight points. Troy Brown Jr. had uh, he played 24 minutes, went five of seven from the field, two of four from three. Uh, he had 12 points as well. Uh, those are some people to note off the bench. Davis Bertans struggled once again. He went one or four from three-point line. He only played 19 minutes. He had five points. Um, he just didn't seem like a part of the offense today that much at all. I'm hoping that, look, at least the other day, he I think he took 10 three-pointers. He should be taking about that much every game. He only got to taking four of those shots today. That's a breakdown of the offense if Bertans is only getting four shots. Um, but look, what you heard was a bunch of points, right? We know the Wizards can do that. The Wizards can score a lot of points. I said in last game, last night's post-game pod, let's try to hold the Orlando Magic to 115 points. Well, they scored 120 and we lost. You you just have to play defense. Too many defensive breakdowns still. Um Straight line drives to the basket. Uh, the Orlando Magic guards were just living in the paint at, at various parts of the game. 
Um, so that was part to blame. But let's talk about let's just talk about the the rotations. Ish Smith has not been promising. I am, have not been impressed with him this season at all. Neto, in my opinion, should absorb 99% of those minutes, at least to this point in the season. I know Ishmith is quick. He moves fast. Just oftentimes, I his possessions end up empty, and I end up disappointed. I think Scott Brooks takes a little bit too long to stop some of the bleeding. Sometimes his timeouts just take too long to come. I don't like his rotations. Sometimes I don't like certain what, who certain players are playing with. Just none of it makes any sense. I'm not pleased with the coaching that has gone on so far this season. It is only three games in. It is still early. But there are some decisions that have not made sense to me. And it goes 100% on the coach. This defense is putrid. Let's just call it what it is. It's just not good. There are possession here and there. There was a possession in the fourth quarter where Thomas Bryant did an outstanding job on Nikola Vucevic. He did, he did an outstanding job. But for the majority of the game, the defense was just, it was, it was not good at all. So, I will say this, in Russell Westbrook's absence, they did rebound the ball. That's something that I will give them. They did get their rebounds. I think the Magic had 45 rebounds and the Washington Wizards had 47. I was worried about the rebounding coming to this game without Russell Westbrook, uh, who's for the most part done most of the rebounding for the Washington Wizards. Now let's talk about the, the fourth quarter. It was a complete collapse. I know it's what we all want to talk about. A complete collapse. You end the third quarter up by 17. 17. You had all the momentum. Bradley Bill has to sit, and you chip it all the way down to nine. Then Scott Brooks calls a timeout. He puts Bradley Bill in the game. Bradley Bill takes a couple of ill-advised shots. He hits a couple of ill-advised shots. And then you get into the crunch time. I don't understand why there's no sets that create easier shots for the Washington Wizards. They came out of a timeout when the league got cut, I think, to one or three, one of those. And it was a Lopez baseline hook shot. He missed it. You came out of the timeout, and that's the play that was drawn up. Not a play for Brooks. Not a play for Bertans. Not a play for Neto, who's been on fire for two games straight. It's a play for a Lopez baseline hook shot. Then you fast forward. You're in the last 16 seconds of a game, and Bradley Bill takes a quick, contested, late-flying, left-handed layup over two bigs of the Orlando Magic. And I just didn't understand why he thought he had to be in such a hurry. Take your time. 25.1 seconds was on the clock when you got the ball. You were down by one. Why are we in such a hurry to score? 
I'm not saying you have to leave no time on the clock if you're worried about the defense, but you didn't have to take that shot with 16 seconds left on the shot clock or on the game clock. Then you fast forward and he takes a quick ill-advised three when he's down by three. I just don't understand what the hurry was. The situational awareness was not there. On you weren't in a hurry on either of those shots. Take your time and get the best shot. A contested three-pointer over Niccolo, who's seven foot tall, and a driving, flying, left-handed layup over two bigs, those are not quality shots. They're just not. Don't get me wrong. Bill is an elite offensive player. Elite offensive players make tough shots. But when you have to, why did he take such poor quality shots so early in the shot clock. He didn't need to. But I'm not going to just blame Bradley Bill for that. I'm going to go right back to Scott Brooks. Scotty, there's no plays drawn up in these situations that creates a quality shot from any of the people that you trust in this situation because Berton should be one of those. Now, Berton took a shot in the corner where he flailed his legs out trying to draw a foul instead of just freaking shooting it, and it drove me nuts. I get that. But what he got in those two possessions weren't quality shots from Bradley Beal. You have no plays. Russell Westbrook didn't even play in this game. So this team is the same team that was playing last season with an exception of Denny. So there's no plays that creates a better shot than the two shots that you got in the last 25 seconds of this game. None. No plays drawn up where you have multiple options for a quality shot and not just one option because those are easy to guard and usually you're going to get what you got. Contested shots by your star with more than one defender on him or a defender locked and loaded on him from deep. They were going to allow him to shoot that three over Nicola. Nicola, he's, he's tall. He just put his hand in his face. They're going to dare him to make the tough shot that late in the game. Why not have plays to where, yes, you use Bradley Bill's gravity. And if he's open, he can take the shot. If not, there should be plays set to where he's got Bertans in the corner and and Neto above the break on the opposite side of the court. So it creates this these multiple opportunities for a quality shot at that juncture of the game. Or more motion to create a better driving lane for Beal. There wasn't a ton of that in either of those plays. It was just Bill trying to make something out of nothing. Now, again, I do think Bill took the shots way too quickly. There was no rush. I don't know why the Wizards were in such a hurry. But you help out your stars. You help out your players by having good sets and good coaching qualities and in a shot clock awareness and game clock awareness. Because what that tells me is that they just weren't aware that they weren't in a rush. Now, that's on players and coach. That is on both. You guys know I coach for sixth grade, sixth, sixth and fifth grade. 
for my kids. And you that's not the problem. I'm not saying that. But you constantly make sure your players are aware, are aware of the shot clock, the game clock. The players need to be too, especially your point guard, which in this case would have been Neto. You got to know how to play situational basketball. We are down one. We want to take the lead with a basket. There's 25 seconds on the shot clock. We are not in a hurry. I don't have to take it with 16, sec- 16, 17 seconds left. I can take my time and get a good shot, leave a few seconds just in case we need to foul and get the ball back if that's the strategy we want to employ. Or you can try to leave them with 1.1 seconds left on the clock. You just milk it down, get you a good shot. There's no need to take a contested three-pointer when you're down by three with nine seconds on the clock. Take your time. Get a better shot. But Scott Brooks, uh, I'm, I'm not impressed with him to this point. Fourth quarter collapses are on the players, but they are heavily on the coach as well. I said it last podcast after the first game versus the Magic, I was bothered by how unaggressive Russell Westbrook was in the fourth quarters of both the Magic game and the Philadelphia 76ers game because Russell Westbrook is a closer. Make no mistake. But, yes, Bradley Beal should be the first option. But Westbrook just wasn't even looking for his own driving lanes and shots. But part of that is is if you can't create sets that create driving lanes, it is tough for your guards at that juncture of the game to get to the basket uncontested. Now, Westbrook and Bill are great. They can on their own, but the quality of the shot won't be as as good. So I'm not impressed with Brooks. I'm not impressed with his rotations. It makes no sense that you didn't play Neto for the entire second half in the first game of the Magic versus the Magic, and then you turned around in less 24 hours and announced him the starter over Ish Smith. How does that make sense? So I'm not impressed. I, I just – this one I'm a little bit more frustrated about. Again, I can deal with missed shots. That stuff happens. But this seems like a, a coaching and – fourth quarter issue that the Wizards have to work out. They are starting this season 0-3. I said in my season preview pod that the first five games of this season would set up the Wizards going forward. So far, we are 0-3. In three games that the Wizards could have easily won. Easily won. Now, People want to talk about – I know people are going to want to talk about the free throws. You remember how I was claiming about the free throws in the last pod? I said, we got to make our free throws. Well, the Orlando Magic shot 40 free throws tonight. They made 39 of them. They were 97, 97.5% from the free throw line. Fournier missed one because he shot 10 of them. The Wizards shot 11 of 13. They made their free throws tonight, but they didn't really shoot any. People, well, the free throw discrepancy, it was the refs. No, other than Bill, who's going to the basket? 
if Russell Westbrook isn't playing. I think Neto did a few times. He shot, well, he didn't shoot any. Bill shot nine. Bertan shot three. Lopez shot one. They're just not going to the basket. So unless you're just going to get fouled on a bunch of three-pointers, which the Wizards did do to the Magic, you're not going to get to the free throw line hanging out outside the three-point line. So the free throw discrepancy, drive to the basket. Make them put some air in the whistle outside of just Bradley Bill. Look, outside the quick shots that he took, Bradley Bill was aggressive, and that's what you expected for him to be with Westbrook sitting. But this was by far his most inefficient night so far this season. He was all he was 10 of 29. I mean, that's just over 33% from the field. And 0 of 7 from the three-point line. The Wizards shot 8 of 32 from the from the three-point line, which is 25%. I, this team we were excited about Russell Westbrook being in DC because they had seven shooters who shot 35% or better from the three-point line. Eight of 32 isn't going to get it done, especially when your defense is as bad as it is. You either got to be outstanding offensively if you're going to give up 120, 130 points every night, or you got to play some freaking defense. One of the two. Look, basketball is a marathon, not a sprint this season. This is game three of 72. You got 69 more games to go. But this is not, I'm frustrated at this point. This defense is not okay. These rotations are not okay. Waiting to take these timeouts and stop the bleeding is not okay. Fourth quarter collapse is now giving up a 17-point lead in 12 minutes of the fourth quarter is not okay. But right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I am not a happy person today. I'm very disappointed. But I want to say that I appreciate you guys. Remember, if you're listening to me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, any of those, please subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review on iTunes. It helps me out. I really appreciate it. And I love constructive criticism. Thank you guys so much. Again, I will see you guys Tuesday versus the Chicago Bulls. Hopefully we get our first W. Appreciate you guys so much. All right. As always, until next time, peace.